Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. I, you don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. I just, I do whatever comes to me in the intro. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I follow, sometimes I don't. I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was going to do something. I've been watching a lot of um, PTL, so I was going to do Hallelujah, but I didn't know if you wanted that. I didn't know what page we were on at the time, so <laughs> I would have been like, all right. <laughs> Hey, it is Tuesday, January 18th. The 18th. 2022. I mean, January's almost done. Isn't that you know? wild? Yeah. And I will no longer have teenagers because my youngest turns 20 in January. That's wild. It is wild. It's very wild because I feel, I still feel like I'm 20 in some ways. My body's saying 60, but my <laughs> mind is saying, she's only 17. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Trust me. Nothing gave me more joy than to see John Cena in that new DC. <laughs> the Peacemaker? Yes. All right. So we almost watched that last night, but I said, no, let's watch The Eyes of Tammy Faye. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Again, because I'd already seen it, but my husband hadn't seen it. So I figured he should get the joy out of it as well. Yes. And then that sent me to a huge rabbit hole of everything Tammy Faye Baker Messer. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. There's still a lot of stuff I don't know. If you go back and you look at the, um, you watch the old YouTube Mm -hmm. and you watch the old PTLs. Ooh, it's it's some brown breaking stuff. The first, I guess it would be the first AIDS uh, person with AIDS on a Christian type yeah, show, TV show. Showing that God means love everybody. Yeah. She believed God. No, I very much relate to Tammy Faye. <laughs> you know, I lived church life 10 years, like 10 solid years of... But did you live the church life that these people lived? Yeah, I mean, I we not went to the, a pretty not with the money. Yeah, I've never, no. I've never been to. There was a church that we went to that you could tell that people there had money, but it wasn't necessarily. It was a big church for Nashville, but okay. Well, I need. I'm. This is going to be homework, but I'm going to need you to. Google Brownsville Revival, Pensacola, Florida. I'm doing it right now. And what about Browns? Oh, so you're more of the the is it more maybe the snake handling type? No, no, no. Exactly Tammy Faye Baker type. Okay. 
Brownsville Revival. Mm-hmm. And and what uh, about Brownsville Revival? Read about. I mean, it was a big movement that started. I mean, God came down, showed up, showed himself. It was a huge movement. A lot of so uh, Pentecostal. People. Yes, that's what but, this is saying. But not where you you know. What do you think of when you think Pentecostal? Honestly, I don't know because the only thing I ever have known is Southern Baptist. Like a lot of people think it's, you know, there's a lot of women that grow their hair really long and they just wear skirts. I thought all that the was time. the apostolic. Yes. They're yeah, apost- that's who I think of. It's like apostolic. Now I can't say it. You <laughs> took my ability to pronounce words away. Okay. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll cut all that out. It'll be or will. It's groovy. So it said it's Pentecostal. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's the. So now I'm going to look up Pentecostal. Tammy Faye, name it and claim it. However, they, they really, you know, miracles were happening and stuff was going on. And Pensacola ended up becoming a very, very. And not saying that God, you know, isn't real or doesn't work in lives or. I'm not belittling anything, but people saw angels. You had a lot of so a lot of faith, a lot of faith healing, and yes. you know, and speaking yes. in tongues. But and a lot of blessing, a lot of um, prosperity ministry, as well. A lot of like Tammy Faye. Yes. A, a lot of yes, we are supposed to be prosperous. Were they see people? people? I don't remember them saying. They referred to all of their people as partners. So, you know, if you gave money, then you are a partner within this establishment. It wasn't A lot like, of the same people that went to the churches and the revival partnered with Tammy Faye and stuff like that. And Swagger. Anybody that was... <laughs> it's charismatic. That's why they call the... The um, label charismatic Christian. Are you watching the Righteous Gemstones right now too? Because that Literally falls all right in into it. this. Yes, absolutely. All of it. Yes, you have a lot of tent show circus. Yes, <laughs> even King of the Hill. When he goes, poor people love money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollars. That that's nothing. <laughs> I love that show. Colin's gonna get some sideburns here from <laughs> yes. that. Some white sideburns from that. Yes. That all falls in line with it. Yeah. Um is organized religion the biggest racket ever come up with? Hmm. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know. It crucified Christ. So <laughs> <laughs> you know. What would have been the most outrageous thing that you would consider outrageous that you saw at the Brownsville revival? I didn't see anything outrageous. However, I mean, there was... Um, were you a child then? Like, no, how old were you? An adult, like in my 20s. Oh. No, maybe 30. 90... No, I was 30 because RJ, I mean... He was born uh, in January, 
I actually took him to Brownsville to be prayed over when he was a baby. He had a... uh, Can I ask you why you did that? Did you do that? If he didn't have cerebral palsy, would you have done that? Or did you think that Mm, it it couldn't hurt? You know? Correct. It was because he had cerebral palsy. Absolutely. 100%. His diagnosis was not... His diet, you know, his prognosis was terrible. Now, Um, looking back at that... Obviously, it all worked out for the good, but is that faith or is that coincidence? Maybe both. Uh, Maybe um, my faith led me to make really good decisions as a parent to do the best that I could to um, balance pushing him and caught you know, compared to coddling and giving in to... I would imagine he had to go to a lot of doctors as well. He did go to therapy and... So you had to choose, the you know, the right... Mm-hmm. The doctors that you felt were right... Yes. ...for him. So, I mean, but also with his particular diagnosis, I mean, having cerebral palsy, uh, the thing with it is however bad it is which it usually manifests early on if it happens at birth. Now you can get cerebral palsy from a head injury. Mm-hmm. It's not a um, disease. It's a condition that happens from something traumatic or uh, you, you're happening to your brain. In his case, he lost his umbilical cord, strangled him like hung him and it was wrapped around his neck twice and he was without oxygen that they clocked like over 40 minutes he should have been you know yeah pronounced dead and then um you know they worked on him uh for like he was inside my womb without oxygen with the umbilical cord restricted or constricted and restricted and then uh out 20 25 minutes and then he um you know once they got him stable they put him in a incubator and then they actually took him to the NICU at another hospital Mm -hmm. um sacred heart hospital and so uh during his, he had to have different EEGs and stuff like that. So anyway, during that time, he, um, I took him to have a test from the neurologist and, uh, they do like a little, you know, they map his brain and it wasn't a good test. Like it was not good. And so they were going to redo it and we went to, anyway, that's when I went to have him prayed over at Brownsville but it was a client of mine it wasn't like I just thought to myself hey I'm gonna have my kid prayed over I did hair well that's what I'm wondering did you go to this revival and you're it you know hadn't been mean, a revival yet um, was it people out it was okay a bunch of ladies of the church uh in Galatians that talks about lifting banners and things like that to the Lord. Anyway, a lot of ladies got together in the sewing circle and made these banners like Lion of Judah, you know, and 
all of the praises of God. And so, um, at what point, and I'm going to, I'm going to change the subject here just slightly. At what point did you realize that this wasn't for you, that this particular lifestyle and being immersed in the church so much wasn't for you? After I got divorced, like when I'm anyway, yeah, you know, then I wasn't right on board after praying for RJ and stuff like that either. I didn't, I didn't go regularly or anything like that until after, and that was even after the Brownsville revival. I just remember the timeline distinctly because of the time of when he was born him you know being prayed over because that was like in March when that EEG thing happened and then the revival actually took place on started on that Father's Day Sunday okay is when like that's when the first day of the revival because they were having like a however many day revival from um and so he was the pastor at Brownsville at the time, which is actually weird. It's in the side of town where, you know, not a good area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Brownsville was really where, you know, people would literally, that's where all the ladies of the evening in Pensacola would be. And it's a military town. You know what I mean? Like, this is back before you could order on the internet. So a lot of people with maybe a lot of problems that would that 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 having faith in jesus would solve yes a lot that went to that church to start with yes that's what it was just not where the um wealthy people were hanging out so um but this girl that she uh had told me you know i was went to work the next day I'm a hair stylist so you're talking about stuff just like we talk RJ's results aren't good blah 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 so um you know I'm processing because yeah my the prognosis that was he would be severely mentally handicapped as well as physically handicapped so who suggested it did you suggest it to your friend or did she just suggest it to you she was telling me her story Mm -hmm. so um she uh she was like oh wow you know that's awful now she also has been my client since I was pregnant you know all of that so um when she you know she knew RJ's prognosis from the start so she also knew about the other and some people share faith I was not a Christian at all at this time when okay I had RJ I wasn't when I had Sarah you know I mean as far as like all right so RJ getting better was that your wake up call that was that when you decided to become a Christian yeah it was kind of um that's what I'm getting yeah I can see yeah it was part of it Mm -hmm. yeah part of that definitely I think it was uh he for sure is a miracle so I'm getting really existential yes in my questions why do you think God blessed you and not the woman who has 
you know, went to church since birth, has done all the right things, and her baby dies at birth. I don't think it had anything to do with me. I think that it, that God blessed RJ has nothing to do with me. RJ has RJ's purpose. That well, then same question. God has for him. Maybe Why God, would God was, bless RJ and not maybe God the was, millions of babies. Maybe that, God's blessing the baby by not making them grow up with that set of parents or keeping them from a circumstance that would have been far greater than whatever death they left. I don't know. I do love that you do have an answer for all of it. I've thought about all these things. <laughs> I don't have a it's not like a, it's a, I have the answer I have what I think you know I'm not saying that that's proven I have done zero scientific research but then you can These also just, say children who have been put in those circumstances you know I mean it just I guess I don't have the faith mm-hmm. that you have I that I think that's okay too. I don't think that that's measured. I think it's okay to question everything. Uh, Yes, and I've gotten into so much trouble if with the church because I do question everything. Gotten in trouble too. I've been sent to the literally been sent to the pastor's office before. You know, one thing I had found interesting uh, reading was. Um, I read this article where you cannot achieve true enlightenment with alcohol. And that's why alcohol has been so pushed um, historically. You can't um, achieve it without it? You can't achieve it with it because alcohol clouds your third eye. We all know that it clouds judgment. Mm-hmm. You cannot be truly enlightened if you have alcohol in your system. Maybe. And I just thought that was really interesting. Alcohol makes some people crazy. Yes, absolutely. 100%. I came from two of them. Yeah, I was very and, fortunate. And I've done stupid, stupid things drunk. Yes. I've done things I don't even know that I've done because oh, yeah. I've been blacked out. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows what all? Who I knows have what done. kind of sins we have committed? Yeah, a lot under alcohol. I'd forgotten uh, that Tammy Faye Baker had a talk show with Jim J. Bullock. Did you? I used to. Watch I totally forgot about lot. that. I thought that she but, had her own reality show where she was. Remember how she talked about doing stuff with teens like she loved teenagers Mm -hmm. and she felt that they didn't have a voice you know in today's world and she just wanted to give them a voice and stuff so she wanted to go to the tattoo parlors yeah her heart was for gen x yeah yeah later gen x i thought that she had had a reality show about that yeah but you know you might have seen a segment where she was exploring stuff like that where it looked like a reality show or vh1 may have done something about her and that might be something that you saw i looked i really couldn't find anything yeah i mean uh i knew a lot of the a lot of people shunned her and jim and her i thought it was weird that they shunned her uh because she didn't 
she was like, wow, you know, I've just kind of always been me. And then it's interesting that the uh, alternative community, the drag community, is one of the first to embrace her as well, you know? Yeah, there's a documentary about her that RuPaul narrates. Yeah. And uh, he says he loves her. Yeah. Loves her. She uh, she genuinely was a good person, and that's what sucks, is because she, uh, everybody is fallible, and when you believe what you, you know, that what you're doing is all right until you have an epiphany. She was also a natural performer mm-hmm. as well, yes. and just wanted to perform. Yes, and would never yeah. be accepted in a secular community until <laughs> being shunned by the religious one. But she never stopped loving people. And that's how I get it, because that's how I felt mm-hmm. in that community when I became divorced. So just the a lot of the hypocrisy, same, same thing, different church. And I was like, you know, I'm done with church life. That's what I called it, is church life. I'm not done with God. I've never been done with God. I've never been done, you know, I love me some Jesus. So that's just it. You be, you know, church, If I think it's cool for community and for, if you have any type of uh, charisma, though, I think it's not the best place to be. And that's the kind of church that you're drawn to is charismatic, or I'm drawn to, because music, you know, uh, teaching style. Are you obsessed with Tammy Faye because she was duped? Do you feel she was duped by religion? By religion? Mm-hmm. Or by just Jim? Yeah, both. I mean, wasn't her family religious to start with? Yeah. Her mama was very... Yeah. Her mama was very... I mean, she was very legalistic, and we broke this rule, so you're a dirty little secret sin. Well, yeah, that's just being from the South as well. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They, she went from the South. She's from Minnesota. Yeah, a lot of people feel that, you know, your sins are But she's been really, I mean, her family was religious, and she was religious since mm-hmm. she was a child, so she really, mm-hmm. did she know anything else? Did, uh... Did this broaden her? You know, I imagine she always loved people. I believe people, when they start doing good, they're like, I'm going to do good. They have great <laughs> intentions. Mm-hmm. And for the first first part, doing good makes you feel good. Right? Always. And then something happens. I don't know where it happens, but something happens where the money becomes more important than helping people that's it that's it for everything yeah but do you think tammy i don't think tammy Faye stopped helping people no i don't think she did either i think think that was jim i think that she was kind of blind like you said to the business handlings if pat robertson's house and she pulls up the chair to the men's table and starts talking men's business Mm mm-hmm all that's true you know all that's true as long as she got to i guess perform do her three shows a day do whatever she wanted to do on the ptl the business handling could be handled by somebody else 
Yeah, I think she was a, you were expected to give so much, though. And so, you know what I'm saying? I think that she was under the illusion she was giving back as much as she was getting. Whether, oh, just saying that Jesus loves you and stuff? Or. No, I mean, thinking that the investments that they were making were literally into life changing investments for people and for the community and things like that. Well, I think they both believe that. They both believe that if they made a a water park for Christians, you know, that it would bring together community and it would bring happiness and and whatever. But that's that's running a business that you got to separate those two. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tammy Faye was, you know, I feel like she wanted to They're shaking in their boots right now because people are done. People are done. It's time to start taxing the churches. Well, either that or you've got to show where you're doing good. Yeah, exactly. And all this started, you know, in the 80s where they were like, okay, if we let the nonprofit organizations handle all the bullshit, you know, that we don't want to fuck with because we would rather be going somewhere else to for oil and such yes if we let them do all that and take that off our back man they ain't gotta pay no taxes how many people jumped on that yeah and then (laughs) that just started the corruption you know part of it and now people are it's 40 years later and people are just they're done yes well they've the government's taken over their role anyway the whole reason that they weren't supposed to have taxes is because back in the day they actually did help communities i mean a lot of churches do back in the day before invest in their community even even nowadays but you do have several but most churches reinvest they they don't run at a profit you know what I mean? Like, however, it's it's all how accountable. You have to be accountable, you know? And uh, most, you know, it's mega churches. A lot of, I don't know. It's not just the, mega churches, but it's yeah. It's the righteous gemstones. For sure. It's those and type of people. And that happens a lot in the Pentecostal uh churches but then there's a lot that do re you know they do invest back in the neighborhood and they do good and there's a lot of people who would uh, be struggling and having a rough time if they didn't have them it's just that they don't uh, ask for coverage get coverage you know they're not all look at me look at me a lot of it is about the work and investing in that person however overall as a blanket the government has taken over the area that churches and the needs that churches used to fill abundantly. Why is that, you think? Well, because I think you do have more people that are be- less people going to church. Uh, it it used to be a part of community as well. Um, you know, difference in belief systems, which is 
great. That's but if part you think of, the government's going to take care of you, <laughs> well, that was that's legitimately the thought, and that's what's sad because we know that once the rules established, it's harder to get them to withdraw it, and that every time you you know, it's just whether it be religious community or not, it's dangerous when that community does not give you a freedom of choice. And in religion, for the most part, uh, you choose to be there. You're not made to be there. Like in the Christian religion, they don't make you be a Christian. You know, you choose that. Uh, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. That literally you are is a the child of, of you are religion. forced into that. <laughs> Children of religious parents are forced into that. Do you think that the whole time that they're in the nursery, in the child's nursery, they're being force fed the religion? I mean, you they're definitely given a glossed over version of the uh highlights of the religion that are also the most interesting of stories like Jonah and the whale or Daniel and the lion's den you know Noah's ark coloring pages this that and the other you're gonna tell me that you did you have to small churches yes they sit in the pews Yes. And they listen to yes. the being yelled at. It may be different now that there's, See, quote, big church and, you know, children's church. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't go that. to church when I was young. Yeah. So I have, I mean, I did vacation Bible school. And then when we actually went to church, I actually went to a Lutheran church. It's the one that my mom chose. So, I mean, that's like Catholic extra light, you know, Episcopalian catholic light and then you know like it's just i don't know Uh, but uh lutheran was very it was very quiet it was not you know a lot of big preaching i don't remember you know very much at all of it which is you know but i hardly ever went (laughs) so you know but that's where all the no, papers are signed from. <laughs> I can say for several years, I was forced to go to church. Yeah, my kids had to go to church all the time, too. But they were always, a lot of the times, because we were at church, we also worked the nursery. Well, they've just made the the brainwashing, you know, they've just made it more palpable for children. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just psychologically people grow and they figure out oh this is not good or this is you know and a lot of churches are a continuation generational families and they raise their children in church right and they do a lot of there's a lot of business dealings that go along within your church family oh yeah definitely yeah so and connections and stuff But that's any community that you have. Any community that you're in, that's the whole thing of safety in communities. Regardless if it's a belief, a spiritual belief that you have, or if it's a, you know, political belief that you have, or if it's 
type of music you enjoy more, a lifestyle choice, whatever the, you know, any of that. There are communities and there's strength in communities and you know, churches are figuring it out now that you got to include everybody, or you have to make you everybody. Always th- had to include. No, I mean, you, I know yes, they you did had not. to include them, <laughs> but there were behaviors set in place to not make people feel comfortable mm-hmm. in that setting. Would you say and that is intentional? Would you say that that's that way in the BDSM community? How so? That we. We ask you to just be respectful and just consent. Is it is that that hard to do? No, same same with any. I'm saying any community. Do you not feel that that's the exact same? Those rules apply. You've lost me. I'm <laughs> just repeat what you just said with how you felt with the. With oh, the, so you're saying that if somebody comes to everybody, a BDSM club, yes, it's an inclusive. I know it's an exclusive, inclusive place. But if and if said, we make somebody feel uncomfortable with leave. our actions, yes, we won't. They won't come back. Correct. That do you not feel that there's subgroups within the group that may or may not be like high school? It's exactly like high school. (laughs) You have people, no matter what group of people you have together, it doesn't matter what group it is, that dynamic is in that group. They will make you feel uncomfortable. That whole entire church couldn't necessarily, I mean, they could, because if clearly you go to a fundamental Baptist church and you read what their beliefs are and they think that anything outside of X, Y, Z particular thinking. You obviously have not deal. been into church life enough I have to know what I am talking about. Not and I'm Baptist talking about I'm talking about backhanded comments. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about things that are just super, super nice to your face. Yes. But it's as nice, soon as you nasty. turn around, you get stabbed in the back. Yes. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. But that's People, in every mean, community, period. It's in the, take a bunch of atheists and put them together. I have that's not seen happen. that in the BDSM community unless it was someone with a consent violation to where everybody was in the agreement that that person shall not return. Right. So, other than that, I've never seen that. I, You've never, no, have you not felt out of place? Like you weren't wanted at any of the... Uh, Gail, I feel that way like 24-7. I'm feeling that way right now, actually. <laughs> but he's so angry. You know, I've seen that a lot. And, yeah. and we call it short man syndrome. Yeah, but that kind of anger is very, very problematic. (laughs) It's very problematic. So, all this stuff, people are listening to these podcasts, maybe ours. Who knows? We haven't been outed by TikTok yet. (laughs) (laughs) Or are they outing podcasts? Well, they're outing men's podcasts. Men that get on there like this dude that just said, if my wife lets herself go... 
I'm going to tell her once that she better get her shit together because I still want to be sexually attracted to her. And, uh, there's a few problems I have with that. So <laughs> and many it's problems. Just, it's just, it's stupidity. It's boys that have not evolved into men yet. Yeah. And even then, even then they don't fucking know. Well, we're just lucky that we have respectful men. Yes. <laughs> well, ours came from a different era for sure. Yeah. And it's sad. It's sad. But I, you know what? I think that's the men need to take some responsibility for this, for the for what they've created. We're reaping not just mom, you know, the lack of fathers being fathers. Oh, whether, absolutely. Whether they were in the house or not. Yeah. Just because you're in the house doesn't mean you were a father. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's also where some of this lies so yeah you have that and you know yeah i'm watching euphoria right now and the storyline one of the storylines is there's a father who is well into um he calls himself daddy dominant so in that kind of lifestyle type sex only likes trans women but the thing is, is that he uh, fucks underage and videotapes them, right? Well, so he has the I think son. He videotapes his conquests, yeah. the experiences, but so the dude would be our age. He didn't ID anybody. Yeah, he would be our age, pretty much, you know, yeah. give or take. So now he has this son who is got anger issues out the wazoo i'm talking like psychopathic behavior going on here this Um, was he not a good i mean i don't want to spoil it but was he not a good dad other times uh well outside i think he looked like a good dad but inside okay so the son at a very young age finds this collection oh, so of non-consent dad's dirty secret yes so there's no amount of good his and dad thinks can be. that that is the way to treat women mm-hmm. the way that his father has treated other people hmm. and also there's you know there's something going on with his sexuality you know and what he's turned on by and you know he doesn't really know but when you talk about fathers that it brought me to that because even though you're a good dad you're quote a good dad and you're like in the home and you've been married you know for 25 years Mm -hmm. and you and your wife still quote love each other but you really can't fucking stand each other whatever you're portraying on the outside that's not really what's going on on the inside and you do need to take some responsibility for that yeah everybody None of us are perfect. All of us have made mistakes raising our children because mm-hmm. we are, you know, born, we weren't fully grown either. You know, that's why most people that are grandparents, especially later in life grandparents, either are really crappy at being a grandparent because mm-hmm. they haven't had to for, you know, whatever. They could be selfish for a very long time in between children or you have, uh, you know exceptional 
grandparents that are just like, you know, oh my gosh, you're everything you do is golden with this child and you know, whatever. Yes, so, I know that you're referring to me. Yes, and, of course I am. Yes. You know. So yeah. you uh yeah. You've made your share of mistakes with your children, but because you love them and they love you, you know, it's I you like seeing my unforgivable. I like seeing my own husband take responsibility for his parenting and knows now that he wasn't there now in his defense, which I'm going to come and defend him. The man's been working since he was 17 years old, had to, you know, let the wife or the mother go to school, you know, and stay home and take care of the children. He was not there. Right. (laughs) Because he was working all the time. Does that still make him, does that make him a bad father? I don't think so. But I think that him not being there has made communication very, very difficult now that they're grown. Yeah. And I wish that wasn't the case. But I do see him taking responsibility for it. He knows why communication is so poor. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, and I'm sure he's, uh, in his own way, has tried to make, you know, peace or whatever with his kids. You know, sometimes yeah. people are, it'll come full circle, you know, and it's sometimes a grievance is too bad or whatever, the people too stubborn. It doesn't always work. And, you know, that ends up being too late. But, you know. So what do we do about these boys and their podcasts? Well, the <laughs> the easiest thing to do is not listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Either not listen to them <laughs> metaphorically or, or literally, like just don't listen to their podcast. Uh, I think that some dudes say these things because they know it's going to get a rise out of women. I don't know if they necessarily feel that way because they probably never get pussy again. but if it riles people up and gets you to listen men who tell their wives that they're gonna give them one chance one chance to get your get your shit together you need to start going to the gym you need to start eating better was that their contract when they were together? <laughs> like, I do think... I don't know. I mean, I, do I don't think... know what in context this is because yeah. it's just this dude talking about what yeah. happens if his wife gets fat. Yeah, that's him just fat shaming. You know, yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is, though. You never know. Dude, it could suck. You know, uh, literally, impotence is a reason to leave a marriage. That's a like a judge will sign off. It is. Oh, you can't get your dick hard. Well, she gets half of everything, you know, it has nothing to do. So also, what about your hairline, bub? To the men yeah. out there that may have that problem. And your spare tire. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, learn to play with toys. Learn oh, to, yeah, you sure. know, learn to play well, with toys have. and learn how to use your fucking hands. Yeah, well, you have hands, You can mouth, still be, I just... Everything. You know, I guess the fathers just don't know, and they don't tell their sons, and it just never trickles down that you don't necessarily have to have sex, the, the motion of it, in order to be 
sexual and sensual and loving your partner. Well, I think a lot of these kids today actually get their sexual knowledge from porn more than anywhere else. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. So it's okay. So Euphoria talks about that. It's too. a. It's like a. They mimic what they see, and that's what they think. And what is the number one thing they see right now? And I am so guilty of watching it myself, but I'm old hat at it. Rough sex. Yeah. Rough sex, choking, um, anything that's, uh, I don't don't want to say forced, but Because of you being in the lifestyle and understanding, and also just understanding, liking that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But because it's a taboo thing for most people, yes, that it's not uh, taboo anymore, though. That's the thing. And but I think that I mean, that's also supposed to be consensual. the The difficulty is right that the they automatically do it without asking for consent, like the men, uh, that's what I love about kink.com so much is if you not looking at clips, but if mm-hmm. you look at an entire video that they put out, mm-hmm. they put uh, whoever is getting the treatment into a chair and they talk about it for mm-hmm. 20 minutes and they they get consent. They get consent of everything to do. And then things go from there. People don't see that part or they fast forward through it or right. whatever. Well, yeah, uh, they've. I mean, they've cut it out for the porn reasons because right you know but honestly that was my favorite part of the interview was the interview Mm -hmm. and and that was just because i had those same kind of feelings and you know i related to that yes that's that's the thing and it's scary though when you have people there's a big difference though i mean in angry rape and then what kids think is you know having sex or what's enjoyable for both that's the thing is they don't even you know communicate with each other at all about what they you know they just see tv whatever you you know how often could the same have been said for us though they did but when 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 we first started watching tv and you know, you'd sneak oh, off why and you... watch Cinemax. Skinemax? Well, yeah. yeah, I was, listen, I was mm-hmm. watching TV before people even had cable, you know? So, like, they no, We had a satellite I mean, dish. I was around, I remember distinctly when HBO first came out mm-hmm. and how amazing that was. And then also the Playboy channel. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, they had... Like uh, and that would be so tame now. Into your house, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that was legit a channel. Yeah. Ch- a channel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a channel. It was a channel of its own beast. I mean, it's you know that was interesting. But because it was scrambled, it was almost like a mission to find out what this was. You know, it's forbidden. And now but all this easy access. Made- now it's yes and. You know, it's everywhere, but I asked my youngest because we we watched Euphoria together and really I'm watching it because I want 
for me, it's research for this podcast. I mean, yes, it's a drama and it's probably very, very over over the top for some people. But then for some people, they're like, no, this is pretty much our yeah. high school. Listen, it's yeah. I mean, it's been around a while. Like, mm-hmm. do you not do you remember? Did you ever see Over the Edge in 1979? I may have even mentioned this before, no. but it had Matt Is Dillon. Over the Top with Rocky? No, it's totally different. Over Sylvester Edge, Stallone. Over the Edge was a teenage, like, delinquent drama that had uh, Matt Dillon in it. Okay. And uh, it also had, like, oh gosh, I want to say Vincent... Spano or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it, but now I feel like I need to. Yeah, you we were need right. To, we Vincent need... Spano. Yeah, because he was, was a love very, interest. He was very hot. Very Pamela Ludwig. Yeah, and she was also popular, but I can't remember what she was in. But not. I mean, nobody was really big actors, but you saw um, the Outsiders or whatever. Yeah. Well, this is like seventies small town you know nothing to do suburbs it's really a suburb yeah drugs have been around forever so yeah the drugs and the delinquency and everything have been around forever yes but when you see the type of relationship and how it is i mean addiction is addiction is addiction but he i mean it was i was very influenced by that movie like it was spoke to me because of stuff that I was paralleling from moving from one place to another community that was completely different and so you know euphoria is also very um it's like oh hmm interesting and it also reminded me of uh is it little foxes or foxes with Jodie Foster I think it's foxes yes and I can never remember this girl's name, but it's Cherry something. Anyway, the blonde girl. And then it had Hot Lips Hulahan from MASH in there. I can't remember. That's awful. But I know who she is if I see her. And if you say the name, I'll know. I can co-sign it when you say it. But, like, she passed away. And so, you know, like everyone. She- it's probably Sherry. Sherry Curry. That's, yeah, yeah. maybe that is Sherry. Scott Bayo, Randy Quaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Sally Kellerman. That's her. That's Hot Lips. She yeah, has awesome, not Loretta Swift, awesome and that's voice. who I thought you meant, but from the movie MASH, yes. not the TV show. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. elderly. <laughs> 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 so, what's that movie then with freaking Christy McNichol and uh, Tatum O'Neill? Where they go to camp? Oh, that's the movie I thought you were talking about with Matt Dillon. Gosh, I can't even remember. You know what I'm talking about, I do. Though. Is that it Tatum one? O'Neill, though, or was it Jodie Foster? Well, when you said Jodie Foster, they could all three be in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> about that time okay the easiest thing to do is just look up christy mcnichol because i know all her movies do you from family oh yeah i watched that all the time when i was younger yeah that was christy 
Like I dug her because she had admitted to mental problems. So, and I love yes. the pirate movie. Love that movie. Go watch it the right Pirates now. Of Penzance. Yes, the pirate movie with her and Christopher Atkins. That's Brooke Shields. No, no that's Blue Lagoon. Oh yeah. Was it Christopher Atkins or was it yes. that other dude? It's Christopher Atkins. Because he had that blonde hair. Oh, it's so good. I remember that. But All right. That's your homework is to watch the part. Little Darlings. Oh, Little how could I? Darlings. And it was Tatum O'Neill with a hot ass Matt Dillon. It's like, oh my God. So Euphoria is just uh, it's another this generation's teenage angsty you know, movie. Yeah. Or yes. TV show. Yes. Yes. And since it's on HBO, you get to see a lot more sex. So it feels and like a movie, because back, you know, in, in our day, you didn't get access to that on our television shows. It had to be a movie. Like HBO wasn't doing series; they were only showing right theater movies and later, and later, document, yeah, and documentaries and yeah, later it, they would do comedy specials. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But they weren't doing quite as much as they are now. <laughs> now their fingers are everywhere. Everywhere. I love it. I just watched a new show uh, last night on HBO. It's called Somebody Somewhere. And it's oh, about cool. a girl that uh, moves back to her hometown to take care of her sister who's dying of cancer. And it's they live in Kansas. And it's just one of those good-hearted Midwestern shows. It's got a little bit of a twist. I won't spoil it for anybody, but fun. Even you, because I want you to watch it. Okay. So we can talk about it, like we talk about, and just like that. Well, yeah. Remember over the edge. I mean, not <laughs> over the. <laughs> not that. <laughs> my MK Ultra program. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Jean Benet. Yeah, well, what happened with Jean Benet? I haven't <laughs> seen the new stuff. Or is it coming out like Epstein? They think Epstein killed her? Or that she was a sacrifice? No, no, no. That, uh, <laughs> Who knew? They no. were wealthy. Well, I mean, she could have been. They were wealthy people that just happened to live in Dallas. I mean, we act like Denver. the only. Denver. Yeah. Was it Denver? Why did I mm-hmm. think Dallas? Maybe the, the mom's the, hair made me think that. The D name. Probably. Well, there's this girl on TikTok that <laughs> has been researching. You, God, I don't care what anybody says. You learn a lot. On, on TikTok? People, yeah. People doing their research and shit. So, apparently there's... Uh, I love it because, to me, it just feels like a bunch of people that all read the Inquirer and all at one time were able to get around and share an, our Inquirer articles. And they ended up being true. Like, a lot of them became true. That's what I'm saying. The research. Now tell me more research with Jean, Jean Benet. Jean Benet. So, there is a woman... I can't remember her name but it's on the tiktok and her life very much paralleled jamine ramsey's when she was younger as far as beauty pageants uh-huh and right. well just that and who her parents were hanging around with so she had this uncle johnny 
okay Mm -hmm. and she says that uncle johnny who is just a godfather her godfather but she knew him as uncle johnny um that uncle johnny uh and i want to say her father but i do not know if that's right but basically that they would rape molest um tie ropes around her neck like jean benet did now she didn't she was in therapy for years over this the jean benet ramsey case comes out she's like holy shit that's uncle johnny jean benet's dad oh wow right that saying this is and the she first said, i've heard of this she said that there are things that are extremely similar so when the story broke she told her therapist that these were the people and and then all the stuff started coming out now this was what 30 years ago almost at least 25 96 yeah 20 okay yeah Yes, our day was born so, in so all this is coming out. It doesn't matter. I mean, Patsy's dead. Mm-hmm. She also wondered why. Okay, so the police were called. The 911 call was at such and such time in the morning. And the police got there eight minutes later. This woman was saying that, according to the phone records, they had called the police. And then they called their two friends about it and the friends showed up way before the police did i'm thinking they had to be neighbors or something i mean you could be to anybody's house in a couple of minutes if you just live right in the neighborhood mm-hmm. so i don't know how plausible that is but you know why why were the people there well their community might have had, yeah. a, uh, had a cop that you know like a station cop station where they hang out you know what I'm saying? Like a security guard, but yeah. also cops yeah. tend to hang out in certain areas that they protect more highly sometimes. But I recommend going back and watching her stuff. She's coming out with new stuff every day. Yeah. She's the same one that does the Ghislaine Maxwell okay. stuff, yeah, too. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't I'm just, just wondering, seen like, my time Where do these people find the time to do all this shit? right i have got so much to do during the day i do not have time well i think that they have so many followers at this time that they're doing it but well you know, yeah, there are people yeah, you gotta also keep up. that's why i don't want to be tiktok famous because i do not want to have to put out content i don't want to have to put out content every day to stay relevant i like my thousand followers <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for and, you that you have them. I don't even have 300 yet. Our, <laughs> but I'm not trying. Our Gab and Girl Time hashtags about to hit like 300,000. That's very exciting for sure. Yeah. That's a lot because of you. I have a couple yeah. things. Like I have one thing that I just randomly posted that was one of those dumb filter things about being a Disney villain that have over a thousand likes. Oh, that's I mean, awesome. a thousand views, not likes. <laughs> if it had likes, it would be better, I guess, for the algorithm. But yeah, I had a lot of views on there. Nah, somebody's looking at it over and over and over. <laughs> My mama got her. It's us. <laughs> no, I just noticed. I think I'm funny. 
I think I'm funny, so I'll go <laughs> watch my own damn TikToks and go, you know what? That was fucking funny. <laughs> that is. Sometimes. Sometimes. But I bet everybody's like that. They're like, all my TikToks are funny. You would hope, or just dumb, or whatever, however. I just don't. I don't think I'm special when I say that. <laughs> You're so special. You're very special. You are special. I think you do well. Who do you and think these eight uh, men are? Because I know you've been keeping up with that. Who these eight names are that are, are that Ghislaine uh, has said. I'm done protecting you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I know. I think it'll be like a little taste of a smattering so people understand. A, sm- a smattering. Yeah. I think it'll be a little <laughs> smorgasbord of people from each, you know, group of yeah. people. That's the thing as a, you know, wealthy social chameleon, just like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. with the how church people treat you in that place you know they that's all connected i mean they are you know, yes it's, it's all, yeah, all the it. same any groups whatever freemasonry with jobs and stuff just all of it being in a union the whole kind of the whole deal anyway any type of thing like that so i think that it's going to be you're going to have a couple business tycoons that you've probably not really heard of but people have heard of like they're dating somebody famous You'll know them because they'll they'll still be collected. They'll still be connected to Hollywood mm-hmm. or some type of celebrity mm-hmm. person that is, you know, beloved or whatever, but not too much. Again. Right. There will still be degrees of separation, but it'll be super close. Yeah, or some yeah. where it's downright conspiratorial, and that might be a strategy to. You know, uh, of course, Hanks, I think all your bigger players that you've had show up on the registry in the past consistently. Uh, Trump, they'll have something about Trump on there. I don't know what it'll, you know, who knows. But I still think he was like all down till they try to get his kids personally, because it's cool as long as it's somebody else's. Oh, you you thought they were trying to get Ivanka? Oh, don't you think? And the other one. The other one more. Which one? (laughs) The The other one. Her name is Tiffany. Thank you. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Well, I was just referring. I was just referring to her like he does. (laughs) I don't know him personally. I've just heard the speeches. Yeah, the the other one. So yeah, yeah, we have my daughter, my beautiful daughter Ivanka, and then the other one. Now that one would be like okay, so Ivanka would have been in the movie Taken. She would have been like the one that like they sell to the the Saudi Arabian on the yacht. But the other one would be the one that they take like her friend. Yeah. would take and you know she ends up in the ukraine somewhere uh yeah, with with men yeah, yeah yeah with <laughs> with men just coming in and out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 
I think it's going to be people that I have no clue of who they are until I start researching like everybody else, you know, those <laughs> unseen money makers. The Movers and shakers. Yeah. Usually, like, that's the kind of drivel that you see from reading the Enquirer and stuff like that. That's how you know. Well, that's how Men in Black got all their information. They're always dating. No, they got it. It was the Globe, I think. And only because it's a What's little What's the difference? Are you saying that the National Enquirer is a little more highbrow? Sometimes they're more accurate. And it may be because they, you know, that's part of the anti-conspiracy men in black movement is <laughs> to say hey this has happened i would like to go back and look maybe oh, do i still have those if i still have the ones from christmas i'm gonna look through them because we didn't really look through them we yeah just looked at the headline oh to see if they're true to see if anything's well i would true. like to see what's going on like what you see with <laughs> like the the that and Lisa Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa like to see if there were any rumors. Usually that stuff bubbles up, and then it comes to fruition. Do, are you? Is that something of interest for you? No, it just kept popping up on all the news, social media. Oh, because things, everybody so. wants Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. Yeah, I guess I yeah. loved Lisa Bonet on she's the Cosby gorgeous, Show. I know. Yeah, who didn't want? Yeah. She was super cool. And I think she's a pretty decent person. I don't think yeah. she's a shithead. Right. You know? I mean, it's sad, but there's some people, nobody lasts forever. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Maybe maybe she is, uh, she's older than him. She's like, what, 13 years older? Maybe she feels like she's going into crone stage and wants to cut him loose so he can live you know fully whatever he wants to maybe she's like i'm i don't maybe she wants time by herself i have achieved my goddess status yeah i don't i mean you know maybe she wants to spend time yeah being well you can go look through those and see if anything that's what I'm saying. You can is, find weird stuff that pops up like that, like alien stuff, you know, stuff that you see on, that's on like, oh, what is this? Is this YouTube videos, you know, doctored, staged, whatever, filmed. Do you believe that stuff that you send me on TikTok? Of the, no. the t- <laughs> Is that one dude? <laughs> So clearly it's comical I know. as hell yes yes <laughs> yes and that people just believe that I mean, I mean yeah you're gonna have trolls everywhere <laughs> but the the amount of people that actually are gullible enough to believe that though is astounding it's been that way forever I know. like forever and then there's stuff that it's like oh, fuck Mostly with, you know, taking over our freedoms and <laughs> the right to do things non-consensually or not being explained literally what you're given over, like what your trade is. I think the last time we had really true freedoms was probably the Wild West era. <laughs> and even then, you know, not everybody had the same freedoms. Well, yeah, because it was definitely um, 
survival of the fittest and the people who are willing to be more gruesome. Another were show able we've been to... watching is 1883. And I don't know, do you have um, women friends that like the show Yellowstone? I haven't you would talked have a circle to any of, of them about them, but <laughs> definitely I am sure I know people who love some Yellowstone. I don't, uh, I've seen some of Yellowstone and there's a few characters in there that are, you know, that yeah. are inter. It's today's dynasty. So they also have a show is called. what it is. <laughs> yes. It's, it's yes. called 1883 and it is the prequel to Yellowstone it has uh Tim McGraw and Faith Hill oh lord okay are they and they are the main characters has Sam Elliott in it too and that's why yes you know that's your pull right there uh that's why we've been watching it and I tell you what this last episode just pissed me off so much I won't spoil it for anybody because I want people to watch it but Oh my God! It made me so mad, and it was now like, "All right, yeah, tell me, I'll tell you off the air." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more worried about uh, the government. <laughs> you know, what are you worried about? You worried about they're going to come get you? Oh, that I don't care. I'm, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't. I think more people that they can that I uh, I don't know who they i'm just talking as a collective narrative so i'm putting a collective narrative into like a humanistic type form but i think whatever the algorithm can get people to uh agree is egregious enough to be life ending i gotta I tell you that'll happen. a lot of people don't like our government i don't yeah. i just don't think you've got that much to worry about I get that a lot of people don't like our government, but what do they think is, like, who do they think can do it better? What's the alternative, I guess? Yeah, I mean, is it going to be anarchy, complete anarchy? Is that what you're... What you're <laughs> I get it. Um, but it just means, you know, do you want total lawlessness? Or, you know, do you want some... The crimes and, and everything, happened. all that's happening all the time now. But it's ha- it, all throughout history, it's happened. But right, where so what has, makes this time so different? I guess yeah, is what I I'm getting at. I think that it's not different. I just think that the authority, the people who are entrusted as our law keepers, like as the lawmakers and the people who uh, are supposed to uh you know keep the peace or whatever one wait they're they're two different people you have lawmakers and then law enforcers i understand this when the both law you know you had if we go from the top down i mean it's very Mm -hmm. easy we know how cops have abused their power we also know if you look back they used to not have as much power as they do now I mean, mm-hmm. it keeps, they continue to give, and that's like your local form of government to state, to the federal, all with the law enforcement. So mm-hmm. these are supposed to be the rule enforcers, the ones in your local areas 
a lot of them have abused power. There, I would say, more have not. But I think the buddy system by doing that in, in, I don't know. I mean, maybe they all are now. Maybe it's just completely a total cesspool, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but it became that way because, again, the people who weren't doing it stood by the brotherhood, you know. And that's, I mean, that is. What's your utopia? What is your American utopia? Well, you can't. There isn't a utopia. Right? But what would I like for America? I would like for them. Your American utopia. I think everybody to be able to live peacefully and and also to pursue the what they want to be successful so basically what we have in the constitution already life liberty and the pursuit of happiness you're not guaranteed happiness correct the pursuit yes of it the problem that i have with the government as it is at this point is that no one is adhering like they're not adhering to the rules so they're bending the rules changing the rules the rules apply to everybody except for them they you know what i mean and it's wasn't even and they're lobbying to i don't even think that they're i don't even think that they're in charge at all i think well you know that because of all i've thought with the illuminati and the cabal and different people but i think that after First of all, our rules don't mean anything anymore. They used to. They've already undermined, just like I've told you, like several times with I'm not talking. I feel. And is it money that you call the Illuminati? Because I was thinking more of the corporations, uh, the main corporations in this country. Where they're the ones the, that make the rules but i see what you're saying though you're saying you're right that i mean just like like the okay my dad was a mason he was also a businessman you know i i half joke about the illuminati i'm just saying that the uh you know i do think there is basically a cabal of so many people playing out chess games on the world stage and business and commerce and everything that we buy sell trade okay so were you ever free as far as governments go we had a pretty decent run people didn't have to um when did we have a decent run like in the building of america coming from other countries they at the time with ruled by the monarchy or I mean did we have rules yeah but we had when you started the game or the experiment of America with the set of rules that they drafted in the constitution at one time that meant something but you had personal liberty they didn't get into your business unless you were like 
committing serious crimes and offenses against whomever you you know depending on the township whatever in the in the wild wild west they didn't were like fuck your constitution Mm -hmm. you know i mean it was like we're these are our territories we'll do whatever uh but it wasn't you did not unless you you know let the neighborhood shame you or whatever whatever little area you lived in but you at least had the right to you know or the privilege or whatever to do those things and i get like different areas did you know it wasn't that way they you know brought things from the countries that they were coming to get away from other things and then they still brought things with them or whatever but this was supposed to be the one place that you didn't have to you didn't have a bunch of have tos that's i mean very simple it's i mean i'm 50 years old and it's always been about have to i know what you're trying to say but it's just not going to happen it's not going to happen in this america anymore we either have to go to have what we truly want and that is to do what we want and to be left the fuck alone. Yeah, literally. It's not going to happen. What you did. Well, before, <laughs> listen, in my lifetime, you could buy property and have property. And you could set a cabin on it. And if you had a well that you could get water, you could get water. And if you had a wood stove, you could be literally off the grid and it not be an issue. Nowadays, though, I mean, they continue to keep making laws that make things more difficult for you and to make you more entwined with government. A lot of them are great for big cities, you know, like I get it. If you're living on top of people uh, and all of that, that's one thing. But when you've spread out and you have had property, just like, you know, where you're at now with the property that you have and chose to get at this time, you're in a neighborhood that is very close to each other. And so therefore, you have certain rules that you absolutely, for the safety of your neighborhood, you have said, hey, you need to do these. Yep. And I pay for those as well. Well, that was for you guys to set up. You could have the neighborhood next neighborhood over that maybe they don't have those same rules or whatever and you know they may not pay i know that where we're at we definitely and property taxes and then on our utilities pay for amenities that people down the street wouldn't have to they would have to pay a service to do it or whatever I don't know if it equals out to be the same or if they're better or they can do it themselves and they're happy to, but they have the choice when they take away and they go, oh, you have to do this. And well, even if you have a small property or a bigger property, property, you have to pay all the same because you're in this neighborhood or whatever, just whatever. I mean, they can make up any arbitrary rule, pass it because you don't know what's going on and from your neighborhood. It's what they continue to do from the ground up. But it used to be where you had more freedom, leniency. You could get on a board and change something that you didn't like if you wanted to. You, You know, you actually had a voice to what you wanted to change and it wasn't mandated. 
by the federal government isn't even supposed to be allowed to do that throughout you know it's just a lot of over power you know (laughs) i don't know anyway that's been going on forever it's been going on my whole lifetime yeah i mean it goes back and forth you have people selling off you know we've been gaslighted by the government for a very long time i don't think i think the last president that was in office that had you know his own thought process pretty like where he wasn't just completely controlled by money and maybe because he came from you know even though they got their money from the rockefellers as kennedy Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting how. Well, that's any, why they killed him. Any well, all the males, <laughs> all the Kennedy males. Oh yeah, Junior, the brother Robert. <laughs> yeah, except they for just the, said we gonna take out your whole except family. Except for the ones that they owned because they yeah. had stuff on them. Like it's kind of interesting, you know, whole Ted. So and then having these people. You know, without term limits, you know, that are just in there forever. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy. The you know, we have to we have to turn over governors, which we do. We have so to it's turn the over. perfect government to you. I think that actually how our government was set up was pretty good. I think that part of the problem is the abuse of that. I think, you know, should we, we should cherry pick. I think that there are things that should There's grow. too many. There's too many people now. It, there's no way that one entity could control it all. Well, unless That's why you have control states. it all. Unless you control it all. Which is legit what, you know, what's going to happen. I've already told you. We need to be learning Mandarin right now. <laughs> Oh, they got their problems right now, too. Oh, I know. It's interesting. That but supply chain that everybody keeps talking about. I mean, you're not going to see that for another six to eight months. The shit that's going on now. Mm-hmm. But. Why do you think You better start is? learning how to can. Mm-hmm. You better start saving little things. I mean, I'm not like one of those people that I'm not a prepper. I mean, I would be totally i guess mm-hmm. i do know how to do a couple of things uh i think that i could survive i don't know i don't know but i am saving a little bit more than i used to you know maybe that aluminum foil is still good don't throw that away <laughs> are you saving your foil now recycling more i am we should have been recycling all along and I've yeah. been saving my dryer lint and uh, putting them in my used toilet paper rolls. So you have flint starters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, learn how to grow food. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, well, pot, yeah, a little potted planting. Se- hopefully you have can get some seeds that will continue to re-germinate. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just, I feel like... Uh, you know, yeah, you need to prepare. People need to, but here's the kicker: when if if it all goes down and they have a government that comes in and takes over, you'll only be allowed to grow so much. And the way technology is now, they can tell; they'll be able to track everything. What you know, 
power surges at your home, if you're growing things indoors or not, whatever. I mean, it'll all be, you know, if they choose. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's like, hey, whatever. But I found it interesting that uh, in Hong Kong, uh, that they're killing, like, uh, you know, at this point, 2,000 or more hamsters that are family pets because they had a region of COVID break out and they couldn't say the source. And because hamsters have been known to be able to transmit COVID, they're killing all these people's pets. I wish that you could see all of my them face in the right pet now. stores everywhere. The government, yeah, yeah, as long as they keep the business, trade, and commerce the same, the rules on the people can get tighter and tighter. This is a decision for safety because of COVID. Mm. But it's interesting that they found this from tracking everyone. Like it is tracking a, everyone that had a hamster. Tracking everyone in Hong Kong. That had a and hamster. And then wherever all the hamsters were that they, mm. yes. And how would they know such things? You know, that's why I won't get my animals chipped. I don't think they chip hamsters, but maybe. Have you been watching? <laughs> do you ever watch, since you love TikTok? I like TikTok, too. I watch a lot of weird stuff, as well as, you know, hysterical conspiracy theories or ghost story stuff, which just cracks me up. But um, the uh, Japanese, all the cool stuff that they have when they do their homes or over in oh I know who you're talking you know, about the girl that comes in and she takes off her shoes and they automatically are uh, fumigated and yes. she like she, I mean she does a lot before she even just sits down and rests oh yeah now that's that may be a culture as well you're learning well yeah the way yeah. that they're showing it through it almost has like the is it MSR qualities? Is that what oh, it's yeah. called? Oh, yeah. AMSR. AMSR. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's very satisfying for you mm -hmm. to watch. And it's very calming for you to watch. Because of her routine and her... And yeah. You know, of course. Yeah. And because of all the cool fucking gadgets, yes. too. It's definitely the gadgets. Yeah. But that's what, like... You know, when you were a kid, like, I want Georgia Jets in life. What I want is, you know the future we were promised to be more than just you know earthlings i you yes. know what i mean that's that's what i want that we had things automated that would do yes. all why? the mundane stuff for us so that we could create art and yes you know, why but, are we still fighting each other and amongst each other and then just you know we figured the out the consumerism the yeah probably my dad was very highly opposed <laughs> literally i thought the man was going to have a heart attack when we would go shopping he loved to go shopping so he'd ride the scooter around <laughs> i'd be with him and he eyes that was he was like just so upset about the gallons of water they were selling geared literally to babies baby formula all mm -hmm. that with fluoride in them and they still have them on the grocery shelves today and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's it's pretty wild. Anyway, he he just hated there is it. something to that. The older I get, the the less that I want to see the violence. Mm -hmm. My husband is very much a man's man. He loves his man movies and everything. And there was a point in time in my life where I really enjoyed him too. But now, 
I'm just like, oh my God, if I have to see somebody else kill another person just senselessly <laughs> or, you know, I... I just don't want to see it anymore. I just yeah. want to see happy stuff. You're on a higher and, vibration. Yeah. And it's just, it's so primitive. Does that make sense? Like, it's just, there are other ways. We have evolved. There are other ways to get out mm-hmm. your aggression where you don't have to physically hurt someone. Yeah, definitely. Now, yes. Um, integrity <laughs> and integrity in our system yeah, of government is what's lacking. That's that's what's lacking. I believe that there was maybe not. Maybe we've been duped because that's what the Illuminati says. Just the whole making up of the government. We've been duped. But I think it started oh, as yeah. very good yeah. ideas, and that the people that implemented them may have had some integrity. But that's where if you can you know you find out later oh this one had slaves this one did this this one you know what i mean you see their personal what they call personal lives now and they didn't they weren't living with integrity so right that makes you know all of it a lie but the idea is a great idea it's just finding people with integrity in their job when they're on the hill that's what sucks. So if you would like to see one of us run for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now of course it's my Okay, so, so I just had an idea. Okay, so we start over, okay? Yeah. We just get everybody out. We're just like, mm, we just start all over. Yes. All right. Who would we have do what? Who would we have? Like who would we have started? I say since all men started it before that it's maybe the woman's turn and all of us get to start it. So, yeah, what? how do you feel about the, how do you like, what format do you think we should use for running the country? What do you mean, what format? Yeah, what format? Are we going to run it like a PTA? Are we going to run it like a, you know, like what format? Are we going to use, are we going to have actual Okay, one moment. Well, if you've ever heard the song uh, Harper Valley PTA, it's probably not the best format to run. Right? Okay, so. I, I mean, I like the three branches holding everybody accountable. If you they know, followed that, the rules. If they follow the place. rules, right. Yeah, if we could rewrite how the rules are, keep what is sound and get rid of what isn't. Yeah. Put some term limits on there. Yeah, not everything. I know this sounds ageist, but maybe putting a little bit of age limits on there. No, and I also think uh, salary caps yeah i think so too especially on anyone in congress mm-hmm. i mean you know and um, i don't think that you oh i'm sorry i don't think that if you work for the public right i don't think that you get to make private money no not while you're there sorry. you get paid the same as yeah like your postmaster i mean you now can, your spouse though i mean your spouse is not in unless they're in public office too right but if they're not, then yeah, you can make your money yes. that way. But she has to be transparent mm-hmm. on what's being funneled into her 
business or not in her business. And right. you can, you know, and no one is above this. Like the thing is, is if you look in our government now. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Everyone. None of them. None. none. That's it doesn't the matter problem. who you're born into. There, isn't, or, there no. is not one of them that goes up there after their second year that still has integrity. I'll give them two years in. <laughs> but then, nope. And they start. It is. It just becomes a literal, like, high school situation with personalities and mm-hmm. they do, and money. Like, mm-hmm. a whole lot is money, but a whole lot is personality, too. You know? So, it sucks. It just, you know, high school. So, do we want to run it like high school <laughs> government? Which is Not probably... <laughs> Not high schools now. Um. Yeah. What do we yeah. do? Yeah, do we, we just, have it? We run it like a, it was, you know, originally supposed to be run. Yeah, like that would be cool. That's all. But that. man, you you talking about wiping the slate clean? It's a lot of slate that it would have to be clean. Well, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be. I always thought that Designated Survivor was like a great show and be like. <laughs> Well, but I mean, even that was corrupt too. So, if you would like for us to run for public office, please email us at gabandgirltime at gmail dot com. Where can they find you, Gail? You got anything coming up? Uh, I do. I got a lot coming up in February, actually. Yeah, I do. February, March. I got into a festival in May on Memorial Day weekend in Pensacola, so working my way back. And on March twenty sixth, I'll be over in. North Carolina, Dillsboro, uh, at the Quirky Bird Cafe. <laughs> so oh, that's awesome. Then in February, I have a pretty busy week where, oh, January, this week, but it'll be too late. But the 21st, this Friday, I'm doing um, comedy up here in Fountain City at Fountain City Social Club. And then uh, February 9th, which is a Wednesday. I'll be at Central Cinema, which is a tiny stage show. I have performed at Central Cinema mm-hmm. twice. It's a cool little so spot. I, yeah, I love it over there. And uh, and they're showing Best Little Whorehouse in Texas this weekend. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Then the eleventh, uh, I'm doing a show at Hexagon Brewery, where. Uh, down the street and also going to uh see desert dwellers and then um the 14th the 12th i'm actually attending a show which i think tickets are for which connie burrell is bringing brown sugar to town and that is hilarious and so also uh the 14th i'm doing a valentine's mask at uh I think 221 Market Square on Market Square. Yeah. Yeah. So with Danny Danny Woodson's headlining that show. And then I'm featuring and then another uh, young comic, Marlena. You might know Marlena um, because she's also acts. She's an actress as well. I would like to have her on the podcast, actually. Well, make it happen. Yes, it'll be fun. So 
I think that's it. I will have to post it on my Instagram, which is Gabin Gale time. And then that's also my TikTok, which I have, you know, maybe a couple uh, <laughs> videos every now and again. And then um, I've um, been doing really well on the Facebook. Yes. Posting every day, posting little stupid memes that I like. Yes, on our page, yeah. which please like our page and follow us at Gabin Girl Time on Facebook yeah. as well. And then, yeah, and then I'm Gail Grantham on Facebook. Comedy, Gail Grantham Comedy. Well, I have nothing coming up. So I'm going to take this time and focus on myself. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Maybe I've take been... a poll class or two with Susie Q. That's cool. I would like to get Susie Q back on the show as well. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I saw her today and she's beautiful. Yeah, I like her a lot very much. I'm, you know, I like everybody we've had on the podcast. So, you know. Yeah, why would we not so. have people we don't like? Well, you know, <laughs> you don't have to like everybody to have a good conversation with somebody. I guess not. You don't and have I guess to it like leads them. to healthy debate, which I am all up for healthy debate yeah i mean sometimes i think things get prickly when you talk about stuff that you disagree with but you know actually if you can dig in there and get past the offense usually it's a pretty cool little blessing well, there that and you're usually find out that you're on the same side you may be just looking at it from another perspective yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody is any one total everything, but you and I have discussed the interference of government a lot and the control and our little devices that we're controlled with. No, but and, you're, I'm so, I'm ready for the anarchy. I'm ready for it. Are you tough enough to deal with it, old lady? Do you really want that for your kids? Do you want that for I your grandbaby? I don't want it for my kids, but I do you want to be How do I you mean, think your grandbaby what's your brand the alternative? New is gonna What's the alternative? For it to just go ahead and just and comply either way you're fucked. So are you, go the easy route then cuz that's what most people are going to take. They're going to take the easy route and they're going to get the whatever, they're going to wear whatever you tell them wear and you're going <sighs> to you're going to take cool whatever if, they want as, you to take. It would be cool is just like we've always talked about in the email chains is, and everything. I'm not going to fucking be here stop. either way. I'm going to be. Not. Neither one of us will be. Right? Mm -hmm. So why worry about it? Well, yeah, you can't change anything. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You... The only power you have is to stop doing whatever you're doing. And, yeah, the only control you have is over yourself. Different. Yes, until, you know, at this time. And just try to make yourself the best self you can make it. Yes, be definitely totally radically self-reliant is what you need to do. So be I'm, radically self-reliant. I'm ready for anything. Am I going to like it? No, and I have bitch about it a lot same. too. In general, I can be, I'm very radically self-reliant. So, you know, yeah. have been forever. My thing, I'm practicing immediacy. We're trying to practice immediacy. I still fail, but that's what I'm you, trying to practice. That just popped in my head something that Cagney, my youngest, had said. Mm -hmm. Her dad bought her new wheel covers for her car. Um. Betsy's been around for a while. 
so she's got she's got a few miles on her and you know mm-hmm. she's she's very loved very loved she got some new wheel covers well she wanted to do them herself because I had said she said that it was just kind of hard to do and she really didn't understand you know how to get them on there and she was like my lug nuts don't even come off and she goes I have no idea what I'm doing and I said well call your dad and you know see if he'll talk you through it or something like that she goes mom I want to do it myself I don't want to rely on somebody else mm-hmm. and I was like then go do it yourself babe go watch a YouTube channel and yeah. out there step by step yeah that's what I yeah exactly what I said yeah my kids have learned so much on YouTube yeah like serious I mean it's crazy but they need to I but and I do worry about my kids because some are more self-reliant than others Mm -hmm. you know um but again we're all not gonna be here yeah but this that's the illusion the illusion is if we let everybody start off equally then if we should cut off anybody who can do better so everybody can end up equally that's wrong what are you talking about (laughs) what i'm talking about being in another dimension (laughs) no she's talking about wanting to do things herself so she is striving to do more and do be independent which is good yeah until people tell you that you can't be you know you know what i mean anyway again who's telling who's stopping you nobody is stopping. nobody me. nobody is stopping. nobody me. as of right now nobody is stopping you for you to make your life the best life it can be correct choices yeah it's all choices yes and consistency so if you want to <laughs> you're like shut up if you want to see my lunacy just come follow me on tiktok I'm getting to where I'm getting some followers that I'm like, "Mm, I always look at people's content before I immediately follow back. I'm not a follow for follow kind of person. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like I'm getting a lot of trolls, too. And I can't tell the difference. If somebody wants to help me out with that, that would be great. Yeah, that's why you need a young person in your corner. Yeah, some people have TikToks accounts but they just want to watch the videos they don't want to make up content and uh of course i want to keep those people but the really young women that maybe have one uh oh yeah those are they in your inbox those are not those are not in my inbox but they follow me and i'm noticing like a little trend there so i'm wondering if i should just i don't follow those people back yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. But they will, if you follow them back, then they can inbox you or whatever. So that's the bad thing with follow for followers sometimes. <laughs> like if you don't look to see if they have any type of profile or whatever. Right. Um, or if they're, you know, you're not following them because you're seeing it, looking at a video that you like or whatever. Sometimes uh, I'll follow so I can go back and see couple more things that they have going on or whatever it's funny but i am brady von beaverhausen on instagram and bruised tonsils on fat life and tiktok 
Yay! Yay! <laughs> we really yeah. do appreciate you listening. I know we we said we went in here. We actually went in with a topic, and, and we, we did like, not do it at all. At all, and we're like, oh, let it just flow. So this and is just more of a flow kind of session. Not necessarily the greatest idea, but yeah, I'm kind of out hey. in outer space. But my mind is, is a that million different places than. Is it your fault? Yeah, Just because I gave you, I gave you Delta Eight. Because yeah, that yes, <laughs> CBD. You know, I don't, uh, I haven't done it in a while, so it's very odd. Well, um, according to my cannabinoid expert that lives at home, mm-hmm. um, you should mix it up your cannabinoid, your cannabinoid, because you'll get complacent. You know, you'll get that. And if you switch to another one, like let's say you had Delta 8 for so long, you switch to Delta 9 for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Completely different high. I would imagine it's like if I went to smoke a cigarette right now, I would probably get a buzz from it. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, yeah. I've had people like give me spliffs or whatever and they have tobacco and we mix together. It's very like that. any kind of new thing that you're introducing into your system that you haven't had yeah, in a while, you'll probably get a buzz from it. Do it for a while, fast in between times. You know, try to stay very moderate about all of my choices. Well, I thought it was very pleasant conversation. So it's very interesting. Yeah, and but if you listen, didn't for this make long. very sense. It make a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah, I figure that they'll, uh, we should have already, uh, <laughs> we're going to. <laughs> we thank you so much for listening to Gabin Girl Time, Gabin Girl Time, Gabin Girl Time. We want your soul. Or anarchy. Ding. <laughs>